The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Angels, we all have them. They're our unseen guides, our companions, our teachers, and they're all around us. Sometimes... They make themselves known in the most miraculous ways. Join Angel Communicator, Reiki Master, and QHHT hypnotherapist Christy Clemens Hoffman for stories from real people who have experienced real life angel encounters. Welcome back to Real Life Angel Encounters, the show that talks all about angels, angelic beings, loved ones, uh, miracles that occur in real life. Now this week, I'm doing something a little different, which is I know something I say every episode. Today, we're talking about the Ascended Masters. Now, in the last week... Uh, last week's episode, I talked about archangels, all about archangels. Today, it's all about ascended masters. And if you have not heard the term ascended masters, you're probably not alone. These are not necessarily very well known, although the individual masters are very well known. Uh, although some of them tend to be a bit more obscure. So let's just dive in. Now, this information that I'm drawing from today comes from Doreen Virtue's book, Archangels and Ascended Masters, A Guide to Working and Healing with Divinities and Deities. And, of course, this book, unfortunately, is out of print. So I'm, I'm lucky to have a copy of it for my very own. So, the Ascended Masters. They're a bit of a mixed bag. Collectively, they all are beings in service to humanity, specifically humanity. So working with us here on Earth. Although, some of them are not of this Earth. I'm looking at you, Ashtar. I'll be getting to him uh, a little later in the episode. But these beings, being spiritual masters, they are not angels, and that's an important distinction. They're not angels. They're not archangels. They are highly evolved souls, spirits, and deities who have a, a wider scope and can help all of humanity. And so they each do have their jobs that they do, just like archangels. So ascended masters, they can help us with so many things. And the things that they help us with chiefly revolve around what they did either in life or what they do as a deity. 
So, some of these Ascended Masters we know, we've heard of. They're, they're famous. They're like rock star famous. Jesus, uh, Siddhartha Gautama, the first Buddha, uh, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, uh, Merlin, although the, the, the jury's out on when, whether Merlin was a real-life person, some think he was mythical, I tend to lean toward camp uh, human. Um, Yogananda, who was alive during our you know common recent memory in the 50s and 60s. Um, St. Padre Pio, who also um, is someone who's fairly contemporary, Although, he, you know, he's deceased, as is Yogananda, of course. But these are more contemporary ascended masters. So, actual people. But then we also have deities. And they are very quick to tell me, we are not minor deities. We are deities. Thank you very much. Such as Lu from uh, the Celtic tradition. That's L-U-G-H, not L-O-U. Uh, as in Lunasa, which is the festival of Lu. Also, we've got Forseti, who is a Norse god. Um, we've got Lu Sing, Chinese uh, god, maybe a, a, a real-life person. I'm not entirely certain about that. Um, there's, oh my gosh, Pele from the Polynesian traditions, white buffalo calf women from Native American traditions. I think you see where this is going. So these deities that come from a wide variety of backgrounds are all considered ascended masters. So they help us with all kinds of things. So let's take a look at just a few of these ascended masters. So one that I like to talk to is Abundantia. And I probably am butchering that name. She is Roman or Teutonic, and also known as Abundia, Habone, and Fulla. And Abundantia is a goddess of success, prosperity, and abundance. We all like that, don't we? And there's also Angus, um, also known as Angus, Angus, Angus Magog, Angus of the Bruch who comes from Ireland, and Angus is a soulmate god, uh, now Ascended Master. So we can talk to Angus about soulmates. There's also um, the goddess, Roman goddess of hearth and home that I like to talk to about all kinds of things, and that is Vesta. And Vesta is a Roman in New Age. She helps us with feminine studies, passion, protection, and home, all things home. In fact, I did a really powerful meditation here on YouTube concerning Vesta during COVID about, you know, we're, we're turning back into the home where we were staying home and making that a safe uh, place to be. I did a whole series a couple of years ago called uh, 52 Weeks of Angel Connection, and that you can find that on YouTube on the Radiate Wellness channel. So check out, I did, it was 52 weeks, Angels, Archangels, and Ascended Masters. So some other uh, Ascended Masters we might want to talk to or know about. There's Coventina, 
who oversees the sprites and water nymph. So as such, she's a goddess of rain, of waterways, lakes, streams, rivers, ponds. And we want to keep these clear. We want to keep these healthy. Water is life, yo. And Coventina can help with that. She is from the UK. Also oversees dolphins and cetaceans, such as whales and uh, what, else, what other cetaceans do we have? Well, there are plenty of cetaceans. And, of course, Mother Mary, Jesus, Mary Magdalene, all ascended masters. And people talk to those these beings every day, all day, all over the world. And, you know, and that's a point that I would like to make, is that sometimes we think, oh, I don't want to bother Jesus. Oh, I don't want to bother Buddha. Oh, I don't want to bother Ganesh. I don't want to bother my mother on the other side. And we're not at all. Think of all the people who are praying to Jesus, to Mother Mary, to Buddha, to any of these beings all the time, 24-7. And our prayers are always heard and answered. What's wonderful about being on the other side is that you can be with everyone everywhere at once. So we are not bothering them further, further. It helps them in their evolution, in their growth to help us. So honestly, when we pray to these beings, when we invoke them, when we ask for their protection, when we ask for their assistance, we're actually helping them. So please work some of these ascended masters into your prayers because they cover they cover so many different things. And you know, something I really enjoy about this book, Archangels and Ascended Masters by Doreen Virtue, is that there is a wonderful um, index in the back. It's just whom to call on for spiritual and specific needs. So in the, this breaks it down so wonderfully. So if you are wanting to help one of your animals... For example, for example, you've got a, a pregnant dog who's about to give birth and you want to support this, this animal. Call on Diana. If you've lost a pet and you want to find it, call on St. Francis. St. Francis can also help us communicate with our animals. And St. Francis is an example of one of the real-life humans who is neither angel, um nor not not quite human anymore because he is a saint. He's been sainted. But not an angel, not an archangel. If you want to work on your horses, healing and protecting them, call on Maeve, who's also a deity over fairies from the UK. If you have physical healing, you can call on Babaji, Devi, Serapis Bay, those those beings tend to help with addictions, but also health, any type of healing. If you want to talk about fairness, call in Forseti. There are so many of these wonderful beings that we can call on, and they're just there for at our disposal. They're there for our benefit and help. If you want to practice forgiveness and transmutation, call on St. Germain. St. Germain, well, he's actually not a saint. Hmm. 
if you are pronouncing it the French way, it is Saint-Germain. And Saint-Germain is a region of France, and that's where this being came from. Let me see if I can find him in the book, because he is a really interesting fellow, I have to say. Uh, and we just kind of collecti collectively call him Saint-Germain, because um, it just gets too complicated <laughs> otherwise. So he's not truly a saint, and he's not a deity. So he's not uh, to be confused with St. Germanus or St. Germain Cousin, who are actual Catholic saints. This guy is uh, he's really the Comte de Saint-Germain, or the Count of St. Germain, again, the region in France. He was of royal blood somehow, and he was around between 690, 1690 and 1710, uh, although there is some question about who his parents truly were and his royal blood. Um, he was known to be um, wealthy, very wealthy, and very, very private, kept details of his personal life very private. He also was involved in politics, and he kind of was magical AF, he had psychic visions. They say he never aged. Many different things. So that's just one of the many uh, ascended masters. And there is Saint John of God, who is not to be confused with the disgraced mystic from Brazil, John of God. Saint John of God is a patron of the mentally and physically ill and hospital employees. So as a, as a saint, he helps these people. Uh, he also helps us with any type of mental health issues that we would um, that we would encounter in ourselves or in others. Let's also talk about uh, Kumara, also known as Sanat Kumara. And Kumara is a Hindu or Vedic New Age deity, a warrior god devoted to ridding people in the earth of negative energies and entities, helping us with all type of um, issues, including ego, fatigue, healing, spiritual knowledge, and enlightenment. Ah, here's another um, being that's probably not very well known, and that is Sedna, who is an Inuit or Eskimo deity. You see, these Ascended Masters come from every walk of life, every tradition. And Sedna um, was, was said to have um, formed sea lions and other sea creatures from her dismembered body. I tell you, these, some of these stories of these deities are really, really interesting. Sedna helps with abundance, animal rights, helps with dreams and intuition, ocean conservation. You see, these deities help with so many different things. They don't have just one job, really. They have many. Damara, her name means gentle. She is another goddess of a hearth and home, like Vesta. And she's from the UK. Damara helps with abundance guiding our children, parenting the children, and healing them too. Peace in the home and manifestation of household needs. A good one to have. Ooh, then there's Kali. You've probably seen or heard of Kali. Um, she's Hindu, coming from India, also known as the Black Mother Kalima, 
Raksha Kali. Oof, I almost butchered that. And she's a Hindu aspect of Devi, who is the ultimate goddess. And Kali is the goddess of endings of cycle, of death and transformation. Some of them, some of the people refer to her as the goddess of destruction. And she is supercharged. She does not come to the faint of heart. She helps us with courage, determination, direction, motivation, tenacity, all those good things. And then there's sweet Cordelia, who comes from uh, the UK. She's also known as, oh, and I'm, I, I'm going to attempt this. Please don't laugh. If you know the proper pronunciation, please send it to me because I'm interested. She's also known as Ooh, Cradlead or Cradlead? Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I butchered those. I'm sure I. I'm sure I did. But sweet Cordelia, um, of course, Cordelia is the beloved daughter of King Lear in that play of the same name by Shakespeare. Helps us with flowers and gardening and celebration and joy and stress management, kind of like Archangel Jophiel if you think about it. So, so many of these Ascended Masters, if you can get your hands on a copy of this book, Archangels and Ascended Masters, it truly is the best resource for these beings that I have found. But there is information all over the internet about these beings as well. And again, if you find a better resource or a complete resource that you like, please send it to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. I'm always looking for great resources, especially since Doreen Virtue is no longer publishing these New Age and um, angelic and Ascended Masters spiritual texts. That um, It's just good to stay up on the literature, as it were. So I hope that gives you some information and some inspiration about widening your prayer circles, widening the the types of beings that you might ask for intercession, ask for help with. Definitely, if you're dealing with anything, be it legal, be it romantic, being uh, children, business, health, family, any type of issue that you need help with, you can call on the Archangels, of course, and the Ascended Masters. So find some good ones that you like. I know when I was first reading this book, and I was reading it for a class I was taking, I starred every being almost, ooh, I want to work with this one. Ooh, I want to work with that one. So my uh, my my copy of this book is filled with doodles and and stars and notes because I wanted to remember which ones I want to work with. And, you know, and I just, I do work with them all. I will do Archangel and Ascended Master gallery readings, which a gallery reading is just a big group reading. So we come together in a convention space, and I do a reading for whoever, quote, lights up and deliver messages from Ascended Masters and Archangels. So if you are in uh, the Kansas City or the Midwest regions of the United States and I happen to be at a metaphysical fair near you, I will probably be doing one of these gallery readings. And it's always, always a good time. And (laughs) it's funny, I've got Mary Magdalene, 
tapping me on the shoulder. I do work with her pretty closely, too. And she's like, I want to have a final word. That's fine with me, Mary. Let's have you have a final word. Greetings, I am the Magdalene. And be not fooled. This time is a time of great deception on all sides. So be sure to keep your head about you, your wits about you, and look for things that resonate with you. Do they resonate with truth? Do they resonate with deception? Find your truth. When we operate with truth, we are in our greatest element. So the time of ascension is also at hand. So whatever you can do to live your highest integrity and live your highest in good, do it now, for we need you now. My name is, Ma- is Magdalene, and I am complete. All right. That was a great message, I think. She's kind of a taskmaster, if I'm being honest. So I love to hear from her, and I love it when she decides she wants to, to have a word. So I always allow her to do that. Um, next up, we have a story from a listener. So stay tuned. Next up on Real Life Angel Encounters. I have an angel encounter. Yay! I love it when you guys get in touch with me and send me your stories or your stories story ideas. This one comes from Valerie, and she is in the Woodlands, Texas, and I am sure it is hot AF there in Texas. Now it is hot AF here in Kansas City as of July 19 when I'm recording this. So Valerie writes... This is the first time I've told anyone about this story. You know, I'm going to break in here. I know that it's hard to come forward with your stories. And just about everyone who I have either interviewed for this podcast or have read their stories has said this. This is the first time I've ever told anyone this story. So back to Valerie. She says, I've had spiritual experiences dotted throughout my whole life. Only I didn't know they were spiritual until an awakening of February of 2021. I wasn't looking for an awakening and had no knowledge of what this was. (laughs) Okay, let me interject again. I tend to draw toward me people who are going through awakenings in my readings, Reiki, and uh, QHHT, hypnosis practice, people who feel like I'm losing my mind. And I think I draw people like that because I was in that position too. I think I'm losing my mind. I'm discovering all of this new spiritual stuff and everything else is falling away. And I don't know what's going on. So if that's you, please get in touch. Anyway, back to Valerie. I wasn't looking for an awakening and had no knowledge of what this was. In the throes of what I can only describe as a dark night of the soul, I opened up to my then 12-year-old daughter that I was lonely. We had moved to Texas in 2019, and then COVID hit. No family or close friends to talk to, and feeling completely lost, confused, and alone. Ooh, been there. Driving in the car, I told my daughter, I remembered as a child, my mom, hair and rollers and bottle feeding puppies. <laughs> my mom was a Doberman breeder, she says. Her friends would come over for coffee. 
They would sit and talk for hours, laugh, cry, and share one another's stories. They would support and hug each other. I told her that I wanted that. I want to have coffee with friends. My daughter reassured me that it will happen. I just have to be patient. Definitely not one of my virtues, but I thanked her for her sage advice and moved on with my day. Later that evening, I was sitting on a couch in my living room, facing the kitchen. I hardly ever sit during the day, and I was reading when I heard my coffee pot come on and start brewing. I have a cheap coffee maker from Walmart. There is no timer, and you have to to physically push the button on to start brewing. I'm an avid coffee drinker, so when my pot is empty, I prep another pot for the next day. That evening, my pot was empty, and I have put the coffee in the machine and filled it with water that morning. It has never done this before or after. I began to cry. Not because I was sad, but because I knew without any shadow of doubt that I was heard. It was the first in many messages I would receive that I'm not alone, that I have friends that love and support me. Since that day, I'm prompted regularly to have a cup of coffee with that beautiful energy that supports me. Oh, goodness. Oh, Valerie, I just... I just identify with that so much. Um, Valerie does go on to say, please, my f- please forgive my atrocious writing. And honey, it is not atrocious, not even a little. My heart is pounding. I've tried to write these stories out so many times, but have been too afraid to open up about them. Thank you for your podcast and allowing me a space to open up. Oh, goodness, I hear this from people all the time. I have, I'm sitting on the couch in my office right now, and on this very couch, people will come in and just unburden themselves. It's so sacred and so beautiful, and they will often be shaking and full of tears because they suddenly realize I've not been able to tell this to another being not like this, and they're just humbled and awed and amazed, and I am too. It is astounding to be able to to hold someone's story in your hands and be gentle and sacred with it. It's beautiful. So thank you, Valerie, for sharing that story with us, and um, keep having that cup of coffee with your spiritual team. And to those of you listening, know that you are never alone. You are not alone. You did not come into this world alone. You will not leave this world alone. You come in with a powerful, fierce, and beautiful team of heavenly souls who adore you, absolutely adore you. And now, (laughs) this is so funny, and I just absolutely love spirit. I've got somebody else tapping me on the shoulder. And this is Ashtar. I mentioned Ashtar in the first part of this episode as far as um, beings 
who help us were not necessarily of this earth. So, if you were waiting for that other shoe to drop earlier, here it is. And I love Spirit for keeping me on task. Ashtar. Ashtar is head of the Ashtar Command. The Ashtar Command is part of the Great White Brotherhood, which is not a neo-Nazi organization or any type of um, white supremacist movement. No, 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 no. Ashtar. The Ashtar Command and the Great White Brotherhood are beings who work with the white light. And there is the white of the white brotherhood. And brotherhood only meaning humanity. No offense to the ladies of which I am one. Ashtar uh, is a member of the Great White Brotherhood um, and works closely with Jesus, Archangel Michael, and Saint Germain, who I mentioned in the first part of this episode. And like a nightclub bouncer, he protects the Earth from negative visitors or energies from other planets. Now, well, most recently, I was doing an Archangel and Ascended Master Gallery reading at the Kansas City Metaphysical Fair, which is the biggest metaphysical fair in Kansas City, just a couple weekends ago. And he came through for one of the participants in that, in that group reading. Ashtar is another one of these who is a bit of a taskmaster, and he always calls on us to do our very, very best, reach and strive for the highest good, be the best, best versions of ourselves that we can be, all the while lovingly, lovingly protecting us and the earth. I'm, I, you know, sometimes I get really nervous during the day hearing the news, war in Ukraine, the assault on women's rights. Um, having our freedoms taken away, uh, political strife, etc., etc., and it makes me very nervous sometimes. But all I have to do is remember that Ashtar, Michael, and all of the other Archangel and Ascended Master team members are on it, and I just have to put out my personal call for protection for the Earth, for all of its inhabitants, and for all of my my peeps, including you, if you're listening now. Always put out that call for protection, and I know that it is being worked on. Um, I've seen Ashtar in hypnosis sessions, that a client will be with Ashtar or part of the Ashtar command, and it's always a positive experience. So, as promised, there's information on at least one of our ET Ascended Masters. All right, well, that's it for the show today. Thank you so much for listening to this little baby podcast. And like a little baby, this little podcast needs to be nurtured, cared for, and loved. If you would like to donate to the minimal costs for the podcast, uh, and truly they are minimal, but you know they, it does add up, there is a donate button at radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash encounters. So you can click on the donate button and you can see all of our past episodes. You can listen on Spotify, Pandora, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Amazon, wherever po- fine podcasts are sold or listened to or downloaded. Uh, You can listen to us there, but wherever you listen, please give us a thumbs up, a like, a five-star rating, 
if you don't mind. Please subscribe or follow. Doing all of these things boosts our numbers in the algorithm so more people find us. And we have more great listeners like you. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you want to check out my other podcast, which I don't talk about here often enough, it's the Radiate Wellness Podcast. And I have amazing guests on that show, such as Dr. John Demartini, who's coming back uh, in about a month or, month or so for another great interview. I've already interviewed him once. Terry McBride, who wrote The Hell I Can't, his remarkable story of healing. Um, Marie Diamond, who you may recognize from The Secret. Doug Vermeeren, the producer of the movie How Thoughts Become Things. So many wonderful and amazing guests, healers, authors, and spiritual leaders. So check out the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I think you'll like it. All right. See you or hear you next time. A special thank you to James Wheeler for the original music and Cassandra Harold for the voiceovers. Please subscribe and follow wherever you're listening now. And be sure to tell your friends. The more people know about this podcast, the more great story submissions we get. Submit your own real-life angel encounters to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Want to know what your angels and loved ones have to tell you? Schedule an appointment with Christy at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.